0: is The John Marr Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Meyer picks up his dribble, turns, shoots, oh, and he hit a three! His best option was to shoot a three, and he nailed
0: it! I mean, he was trapped, he was in jail, he picked up his dribble, he had
1: nowhere to go, the passing lanes were closed, and he launches a three. Egbo tips it to Lewis, and she hits her third three of the first half. Jordan Lewis with another one. It's 35 to 23 Baylor.
0: The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor. By Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. By the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. On the web at thebaylorclub.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where
1: Waco gets engaged. Bounce to Jacob Groves for three. It's an air ball. Pryor takes it out of the air. Porter Mosier, Scott Drew shake hands in front of us. And the Bears are 4-0 in Big 12 Conference road games this year. They are 5-2 in the Big 12 Conference with a win here in Norman. 65-51 over the Oklahoma Sooners.
0: Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears
1: fantastic performance all the way around the best of the year for the Bears the number 17 in the nation comes here into Waco and we'll head back
2: with a 26 point loss Baylor fantastic for 40 minutes wins this one 87 to 61
0: now from the Allen Samuel Studios here's the voice of the Baylor Bears John Morris And Aaron Sexton.
1: Hi, and welcome, John Morris Show on a rainy, cool Monday in Central Texas. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Baylor men with a big win, 65-51 in Norman over OU on Saturday. The Baylor women with a big win yesterday in the Farrell Center to the tune of 87-61 to over uh, Iowa State yesterday. Talk about both of those and, uh, and then look ahead. Uh, quick turnaround, really, for the Baylor men. They'll host Kansas State tomorrow evening in the Farrell Center. 7 o'clock tomorrow for the Bears and the Wildcats. Wyatt Thompson will join us, the voice of uh, Kansas State Wildcats Athletics, and we'll talk about their weekend. Uh, K-State, Aaron, had an interesting weekend. They led Kansas by 16 at halftime. And second half, slowly, 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 here come the Jayhawks, and Kansas ends up winning it by three. I
3: believe there was a show Friday that (laughs) talked about Kansas and their penchant for coming back and winning close games. I mean, it's unreal. That they consistently do it over and over and over every year. That's why they won so many, you know, conference championships. Yes, absolutely. Because they win almost all those close games, and they're still doing it. Still doing it this year. So (laughs) we'll see. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's like they they know that they're never out of it because they're good enough to come back from 16 points down, 18 points down, and what they did against kansas state
1: on the road they were playing in manhattan not a long road from them but uh, on the road against that crowd in manhattan 78 75 was the final score big win for the bears on saturday uh, over oklahoma back-to-back road wins for scott drew and the bears last week Uh, new poll has baylor up to number four in the nation this week so up one spot from last week kansas up a spot to number five Uh, Texas tech up, uh, to number 13 in the nation. So up five spots, Iowa state tumbles to number uh, 23 this week, but stays in the top 25. So that's the way that looks. And there is a big Monday game tonight. First, uh, a week delayed from what it normally would be, but big Monday debuts this evening on ESPN and oh, look, it's a Kansas home game on big Monday tonight. Jayhawks hosting Texas tech, which could be interesting. Uh, and probably will be interesting, but you know, Kansas' only loss in Big 12 play was to Texas Tech in Lubbock.
3: Yeah, now they get them at home. Yes, so we'll see how Texas Tech does on the road. I yeah, I mean, they've been playing really well. Um, of course, they had that that great streak ended. You know, kind of uh, it was Kansas State, right? That beat
1: Tech. Yes, yes, it yes, yeah. they
3: didn't. They, they they who did they beat back to back Baylor, Kansas, well, Kansas first, in Baylor. Baylor
1: then Oklahoma State maybe I believe that's right yeah, yeah. and then lost to uh K State
3: right so i mean I, 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 it really goes to show you how how strong the league is from top to bottom i believe uh, the latest bracketology had 8 of the 10 wow. um, Big 12 teams in so
1: yeah and probably it's deep probably K State is the one that's not in i mean Oklahoma State is not eligible but K State's probably the one that's not in right if 8 are in yes it's probably right yes. but and, look and what K
3: State is can't because right, they're ineligible, right. but they they would have a chance if they weren't. You know, I oh, mean, yeah, there would be a, there would be a very good chance that that nine or even all ten could have got in if Oklahoma was post yeah. uh, Oklahoma State was postseason eligible. But yeah, as of now in the latest bracketology, it was eight of ten, which is still pretty incredible.
1: But look at K State. I mean, they had beaten Tech and Texas back to back, and were playing Kansas. Uh, off their feet. and had K State won that game would have been the first time in school history that they'd beaten three ranked teams in a row. And uh, it came close to happening, but Kansas uh, pulled it out and won 78. 75 was the final score. Uh, highlight cuts in the open uh, from the Baylor Women's uh, game yesterday, Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. How about that win for Nikki Collin and the Baylor women yesterday? Man, they put it on uh previously seventh ranked Iowa State, 87, 61, the final score.
3: Yeah, that was a big win for the Lady Bears and a big win for Coach Collin. You know, I mean, it it's we've been talking about it a lot on this show, but it's first year, it's a it's a new system, you know, things take time. Um I I was talking with a friend of mine, we were talking about that win, and I was like, you know, remember what people were saying after the Baylor Texas state football game, you know, that was a close game. Baylor didn't look very impressive playing Texas state, but it was early in the season. It was the first game with the new offense, you know, and uh, it was the second year for coach Aranda, but obviously the entire first year was under uh, COVID restrictions, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and you saw as the year went on, it got better and better and better and culminated, you know, in a, Big 12 championship and Sugar Bowl win. And and I think you can see the progress with the Baylor women the same way, you know. Um, and right now, they've still got a shot to win the Big 12. It's oh, yeah. early. Oh, yeah. You know, and right now, they're really getting their, their legs under them as far as, you know, running Coach Collins' system. And uh, they're making threes, which is a big part of their game now. And uh, that was a big win against a very good Iowa State team.
1: Well, they're tied, um, not tied for the league lead, but they're tied in the loss column. You know, everybody has two losses now. That's Iowa State at five and two, Kansas State is five and two, Oklahoma's five and two. They just got drilled yesterday. Uh, Texas is four and two, and Baylor is three and two. So in the loss column, Baylor has uh, already caught up. Now they're two games behind as far as playing number of games, but um, nobody has fewer than two losses on the women's side on the men's side Kansas is the only team with fewer than 2 losses they're 5 and 1 so a uh, big big win for Nikki Collin. Uh, really a signature win for her her first signature win her first ranked win here at Baylor and that's just huge
3: yeah and she had, you know she had two very close losses against ranked teams earlier in Michigan and early in the Maryland. season against Maryland yep. um, barely lost those so it was nice to, you know to get that out of the way i mean with whether, whether I don't know that it's in your head, as a coach, you know, but it, it's nice that you don't have to hear people talking about it. I yeah. know that. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's a huge win for the for the Lady Bears.
1: Eighty-seven, sixty-one, the final, big twenty-four point game for Jordan Lewis. She was six of seven from three-point range. Uh, fourteen points, twenty-one rebounds for Queen Egbo. They were uh, looking through the record books. All right, what's the school record? School records 25 rebounds in a game by Sophia Young-Malcolm. Um, I was watching the game yesterday at home with the sound down and listening to Derek and Sophia on the radio, and the TV went to a shot of them, uh, the the radio crew, and I just knew they were talking about the school record for rebounds and Sophia being the one who holds that with 25 What a game by Queen Egbo! 14 and 21 for her. 18 points for Sarah Andrews. 17 and six for Nalissa Smith. 87 to 61, and uh, maybe the most impressive stat is 26 assists on 32 made baskets. That is unbelievably efficient. So Baylor, all the way around, complete game. um, You know, in every every facet, every area, a complete victory. For the Baylor women yesterday, only eleven turnovers um, in the win, and uh, to beat a, a Bill Finley coach team like that by twenty-six points is really, really impressive.
3: Yeah, I mean, when when they put it all together, they can do that to pretty to, to any team in the country. I mean, really, they're that talented. So uh, it's good to see, and um, happy for the team, and happy for for Coach Collin.
1: Yep, big big win. Now they'll play in Lubbock on Wednesday against Tech. Then they'll play at West Virginia on Saturday. So, a tough trip, or a tough couple of trips for Baylor women this week as uh, they play two road games against Tech and then against West Virginia. Uh, a record setting day in the Big 12 on the women's side yesterday. <laughs> Let's take a break, and we'll talk about that when we come back. A little bit later, Wyatt Thompson will join us, voice of the Kansas State Wildcats. Talk about an NCAA record performance yesterday by a Big 12 player in women's basketball, and we'll do that when we come back. Hey, stay with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, in the Allen Samuel Studios, brought to you in part by Diamore Fine Jewelers. We'll be there live on Thursday at Diamore, so plan to come by, visit with us, and visit with them. Diamore Fine Jewelers, where is it? 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update.
0: I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. The rain is over with and we're going to keep mostly cloudy skies in the forecast. Patchy fog developing overnight with lows falling to 40 degrees and tomorrow some dense fog possible in the morning. So again, use caution on the roadways. We'll start to see clearing skies by the afternoon with highs topping out around 60 degrees. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
2: I'm not saying he hasn't been critical of coaches at times, but for him to be that overt, you know, saying it's a pet peeve, it seems to be almost a direct reaction to what Mike McCarthy was saying the other day, like, hey, we're going to work on this the offseason. Oh, this is going to be something we get, get done. Well, he didn't like hearing
0: that. Jerry didn't, and he was pretty direct with it. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Did you know the average American pays over
1: $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Jinco Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Jinco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Gen.
0: the voice of the bears john morris weekdays at 3 p.m on espn central texas
2: city ranch boot company has a new location and they can't wait to see you choose your skin choose your design let them create that perfect pair of boots belt wallet or handbag with over 30 years of leather industry owner jay kelly and his team know their stuff design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the JoCo building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram too, or visit their website, cityranchboot.com.
3: At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or
2: ubeo.com.
0: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
2: I'm Ward Likes with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. After maybe the best weekend in NFL playoff history, saw three road teams with walk-off field goals winning and the Chiefs and the Bills an instant classic. The stage is set for the conference championships next Sunday. Cincinnati at the Chiefs at 2 o'clock, followed by San Francisco at LA at 5.30. The Chiefs and the Rams are early favorites. Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn is interviewing for another head coaching position today. Quinn will meet with the New York Giants about their opening. Number 15, Baylor women stretch the lead in the second half and beat number 7, Iowa State, 87-61. The Bears will head to Lubbock on Wednesday to face the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Number 5, Baylor men make it two in a row over the weekend, beating OU 65-51. Bears will host Kansas State tomorrow night.
0: SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: day in Central Texas today. Welcome back. Drive safely out there. Stay warm. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, the Alan Samuels Studios. Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. All right, uh, mentioned a record-setting performance in the Big 12 yesterday. You probably know by now. It came in the uh, Kansas State-Oklahoma women's game. K State won the game 94 to 65. So, and an, an upset, you would say. Oklahoma ranked number 14 in the nation. K State not ranked. Uh, Oklahoma scored 65 points in the game, Aaron. Aoka Lee for Kansas State scored 61 points herself.
3: That was just incredible. 61. And, uh, you know, as you're. Give credit to ESPN. They kind of picked up on that and were going with it as it was happening. You know, like I think once she hit 50 points, they were kind of giving updates. Right, uh, right. Just incredible.
1: Yeah, what a performance. 61 points in all-time Big 12, an NCAA record for uh, women's basketball. She made 23 baskets. That's a Big 12 record. Um, 22 of which were in the paint. <laughs> so she didn't get far out, of if any, out of the paint at all on Sunday in the win. She had 32 points at halftime. That's the first thing I saw was halftime. And uh, put up a graphic that she had 32 points at halftime. I thought, wow, you know, she may get 40 in this <laughs> game because you wouldn't think she'd play that much in the second half. But Jeff Mitty uh, let her in and, and left her in the game. And he said after the game he didn't know – that she was closing in on an NCA record. I, I bet you somebody told him at some point.
3: Yeah, they had to have right. Yeah, exactly. or, you, or you have to realize when she gets close to when she gets close to sixty. Yeah. That, wait a minute. Exactly. has Anyone
1: ever did this? Yeah, exactly. I would have thought you know she wouldn't play much you know with a big lead and if you get to forty points or so you know that's why I thought that might be her high water mark. But yesterday she um, hit fifteen of seventeen free throws also, so took advantage of that. Uh, Oklahoma's a team hit 12 of 15, so she outscored Oklahoma at the free throw line herself. Um, how about this? There were 39 games yesterday, uh, that just yesterday, where teams didn't score 61 points. She had more points than 39 teams that played yesterday.
3: That's pretty incredible.
1: And remember the score of the Baylor-Iowa State game? Iowa State had 61 as a team, and that's a good team, number seven in the nation, and Aoka Lee had 61 herself.
3: So if you play them, you better plan on stopping her
1: or else it's going to be a long day. <laughs> you think? <laughs> they just, play. just to give everybody a scouting report. <laughs> that's a pretty good scouting games. report. They play at Texas on Wednesday, so that'll be interesting. They play in Waco on February 9th, and that may be different than your schedule because that's one of the games that was rescheduled um, due to Baylor having to make up two games lost, lost to health and safety protocols so, February 9th is the game, Baylor and K State, in the Farrell Center. Um, the previous Big 12 record. Do you know this? Here's trivia for you. Do you need a trivia question today? No, it's tomorrow.
3: I could save it for Thursday.
1: All right. Um, the previous Big 12 record for scoring in women's basketball. Mm-hmm. You have Any ideas? Tall girl, 6'8 girl, wore a Baylor uniform. Kind of narrow. Oh, it down. Brittany Griner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had 50. Wow. In a game against Kansas State. It was March 4th, 2013, and that was the previous Big 12 record. In fact, Baylor, prior to yesterday, held the top three scoring marks in Big 12 history. Griner had 50 against Kansas State in 13. Uh, Odyssey Sims had 48 against West Virginia, January of 14. And then Odyssey Sims had 47 against Kentucky. That was a four-overtime game right. at AT&T Stadium. Yep. remember that game. <laughs> yep, yep, December, uh, December 6th. 2013. So those are now uh, not the top three, but three of the top four scoring games in big 12 women's basketball history.
3: Oh, now I'm disappointed. She broke Brady Griner's record.
1: Yeah, she did,
3: but she, it wasn't close. It wasn't like she got, no, (laughs) it wasn't like she got two free throws at the end to beat it. Right.
1: (laughs) By 11 points, she breaks the record NCAA record. Also, Uh, if you are curious, here's more trivia. The men's basketball NCAA record is 100 points in a game. By Frank Selvy of Furman versus Newberry in nineteen fifty four, he had a hundred points in a game. And how long was it? Two halves or maybe four quarters? Then I bet you it was shorter time than we have now. I believe you're right. How how do you score a hundred <laughs> points in nineteen fifty four?
3: I would I would bet money that being a lot taller than everyone else on the court helps. Yeah, <laughs> I would assume that physically. Yeah he probably was dominant compared probably. to most of the defenders. Kind of like, and this is, isn't taking away from Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point right. game. But, I mean, you had six six skinny guys right. trying to, you know, cover him in the post, right. you know, when he scored his 100-point games. Yeah. When he scored his 100 points in a game. So, it's, uh yeah, I would assume that he was probably uh, uh, a lot taller. That's not, you know, <laughs> guaranteed yeah. to be true. But
1: Oh, I bet you're right. So 61 the new uh, Big 12 and NCAA record for points in a game in women's basketball Aoka Lee of Kansas State the new record holder. all right uh, talking about Kansas State the Wildcat men are coming to Waco Baylor and K State comes up tomorrow night seven o'clock in the Farrell Center. Let's visit with the voice of the Wildcats. Wyatt Thompson joins us after a short break. Stay with us for that. John Morris Show on a Monday cold and rainy here in Central Texas. Visit with Wyatt Thompson when we come back here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time, from Blog of the Boys and ESPN San Antonio, R.J.
0: Ochoa. It's difficult to say anything other than that stems from Mike McCarthy. You know, Mike McCarthy even said they were up against more than just the 11 guys out there on the other side of the field. And so I put, you know, the lion's share of blame on him. But I also, I mean, obviously it goes on the players. And I think a lot of Cowboys we don't want to come to terms with is it's their fault. They're not good enough. They were not good enough. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. You don't drive just an average truck or do just an average job. So get to Northern Tool. With brands like Milwaukee, Steel, Lincoln, Honda, and more, we bring the power. We're definitely not your average tool store. Visit our store or buy online and pick it up curbside. Northern Tool and Equipment, quality tools for serious work.
2: Shop Northern Tool and Equipment this week for our inventory reduction sale. Save up to 50% on heaters, moving carts, and dollies, batteries, hand tools, and more.
0: ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics.
1: Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe ranging from 1 half inch to 24 inch in diameter.
0: They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from 1 half inch to 6 inches for weekend warrior projects such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H-braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel & Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Introducing Venture X, Capital One's new travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10X miles on hotels and rental cars, and 5X miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel, and 2X miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet?
3: Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.
0: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
2: I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. After maybe the best weekend in NFL playoff history, saw three road teams with walk-off field goals winning, and the Chiefs and the Bills an instant classic. The stage is set for the conference championships next Sunday. Cincinnati at the Chiefs at two o'clock, followed by San Francisco at LA at five thirty. The Chiefs and the Rams are early favorites. Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn is interviewing for another head coaching position today. Quinn will meet with the New York Giants about their opening. Number 15 Baylor women stretch the lead in the second half and beat number seven Iowa State 87-61. The Bears will head to Lubbock on Wednesday to face the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Number five Baylor men make it two in a row over the weekend beating OU 65-51. Bears will host Kansas State tomorrow night.
0: Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas
2: And now King State sets it up into the half court. A chance for Lee. Glenn into lead for the record. She got it!
1: She got it! The NCAA record!
0: listening to the john morris show on espn central texas
4: You to play it here there's the lob into davion bradford down to nigel right side corner three yes he got it nigel pack now with 33 points and eight triples
0: now back to the voice of the national championship baylor bears john morris and aaron sexton
1: Back with us on a Monday, highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor, I'm sorry, the K-State Sports Network from Learfield. Brian Smoller with the call. Aoka Lee's record-breaking bucket, 61 points on the day, an NCAA record for Aoka Lee. Then Wyatt Thompson with a call courtesy of the K-State Sports Network from Learfield. Uh, big day for Nigel Pack, uh, to put it mildly, 35, a cool 35 by Nigel Pack in the game against Kansas on Saturday. Let's talk about it all with the voice of the Wildcats, our good friend uh, Wyatt Thompson, six-time Kansas, State of Kansas Broadcaster of the Year. And Wyatt, welcome to you. How you doing today?
4: I'm doing really very well. I love the liner on the champion, national championship <laughs> guy there. That's, that's awesome, buddy. You're,
1: are you okay with that? You really okay good. if we drop that in there?
4: That's great radio. You should be doing it from now on.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny? We had, uh, who was it, Tony on last week and yeah. used that same, uh, you know, rejoint. He said exactly the same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so, so cool, man. I appreciate it. What hey, run, thanks. Man. Oh, thank Unreal. you. Oh, But what a meat grinder we're in now, huh, this season.
4: Oh, <laughs> yeah, and I'm just listening to those highlights. Think about this weekend, KUK State men. Yeah. Cats lose despite 35 from Nigel, who was really special, as Bruce Weber likes to say. Then you get 61 from Yoki uh, on Sunday afternoon, and then the Chiefs on Sunday night in one yeah. of the most incredible games I've ever seen. I don't know if we can top that this week, bud.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Would you consider yourself a Chiefs fan, I guess, uh, you know, with location there?
4: Well, yes and no. Okay. I, I guess yes lately because I've been here 20 years. Right. But most of the people who know me pretty well remember I came here. I'm a Kansas kid, of course. Sure. I mean, I grew up about 50 miles from the Manhattan campus. But, you know, I came here from Colorado. Right. And part of my duties in that last couple of years was working for the Bronco Network. They haven't forgotten that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> so, true. Hey, it is what it is, I guess. 20 years it's hard later. not to root for him, though, j Yeah. You know what? It really, truly is. And I'm one of the cool things I've gotten to do recently here was um, – do the, the Boise-Idaho uh, Potato Bowl a few years ago when Allen was there. Oh, yeah. What a great player he is, man. Yeah. That was such a show. On
1: Un- wow. both those quarterbacks. I mean, maybe yeah, maybe, uh, maybe two of the best quarterback performances, Aaron and I were talking about it, you know, that we've ever yeah. seen, and they came in the same game.
4: Yeah, and most of the damage, not all, but most came in what seemed to be the last four or five minutes of regulation. Yes, and, yeah, you know, I I don't know how you feel about the overtime stuff, and I know we're going to talk K-State K, K State Baylor, but, uh, you know, I kind of – I don't really like the NFL overtime rules right. at all. Right. Uh, it certainly benefited the Chiefs yesterday, though.
1: Well, it's a coin flip, and if you win the coin flip, give the ball to Pat Mahomes, you know, it's kind of game over. You know, pretty much <laughs> well, game over right there.
4: Uh, yeah, I, I'm sitting there at home, and I'm thinking, whoever wins the flip's going to win the game. Those two guys were that good, yeah. truly. All
1: right, how about this? So Tech plays Kansas on Big Monday tonight, and it's yep. in Lawrence. What if? What if Pat Mahomes shows up? And tech people are cheering for him, and Kansas people are cheering for him. He it's, can't lose if he shows up it, tonight.
4: It's so funny you say that because I had that thought a little while ago. Yeah. I came from a communications meeting at two o'clock, and somebody said kind of something similar to that. Wonder what the crowd will do tonight at Allen if indeed he shows up. <laughs> I, I, he can't I know he can't go wrong.: right. How's that Very right.: That's right.
1: He yeah. can, he can't lose. Well, <laughs> that was some uh, really good football all weekend. And, and I don't know about you, but this time of year with NFL, you know, I can take it or leave it. But um, and I don't, I don't have a rooting interest really. I just want a good game. And man, were there four good games on Saturday oh, and Sunday. Boy.
4: You know, it's hard to imagine those first three are all decided in the final seconds yes. by a field goal. Yeah. Uh, especially after. Stan, my partner Stan Weber, as you know, is a big time football guy, and yep. he, he talked about last weekend. And four of those six games were duds. <laughs> well, we we made That's up for true. it this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> that is true.
2: Well,
1: you and I, you know, we get you on to talk basketball, and we talk football, so that shows how big how big those games were. Oh boy, appreciate your time. Uh, what about? Let's uh, start with that women's game yesterday, and the NCA record sixty one by Aoka Lee. Um, tell us uh, what you know about her. What type of person is she?
4: Terrific young lady, exceptionally humble. Even when they were interviewing her yesterday, she the first thing she talked about was the scout and how good it was and how good her teammates were. And I, I, I've been telling people all day that she's basically had a game of a lifetime with 61, and think about this. She did it with just 30 shots from the floor. Yeah. Was 15 of 17 at the free throw line. I mean, we had one girl had eight assists, one girl had seven. I mean, it just, it was just something to behold. And it wasn't like they were playing the lower, or the lowest team in the league. I mean, they were playing Oklahoma, uh, and they couldn't guard her. She's she's really been quite a story. She's six six. She's a bigger young lady, but she's very good with her hands and feet. Good post moves. She's, I think, a lot of people just feel like she's just, you know, catches the ball underneath the bucket and scores every single time. That's not exactly the way this is. She's a really, really fine player.
1: Yeah, really impressive. And and I saw some post game interviews, and she handled herself really, really well. She's a great representative of Kansas State.
4: Well, she is, and I, you know, I again, I'll reference the communications meeting from a moment ago. Our women's SID, Randy Peterson, does a really good job, and (laughs) he was talking about all the requests that he's gotten uh, since that game ended yesterday afternoon, and they've just been flooded. I mean, everything from Sports Illustrated to the New York Times to you know all of the high-level women's basketball people that you know with, with with what's gone on at Baylor women's basketball over the last however many years, so. Yeah, it, it, it was quite a Sunday for sure.
1: Yeah, really impressive. Uh, congratulations on that. Uh, your game on Saturday, man, uh, we were leaving uh, Lloyd Noble Center. We started, I think, an hour before you did, and so it was late in the game, but we got the halftime score when you guys were up 16 on Kansas, and uh, must have played really, really well, especially that first half.
4: Played great, uh, really moved the ball. The fans were so into it, and Nigel just was special. I think he hit, I think, probably four threes in the left corner um, probably in the first seven or eight minutes of the game. And it's not like they weren't guarding him and weren't aware of him. He just was <clears throat> crazy good. And you know, But everybody, for the most part, was in that first half. K-State just a tick under 60%. But give K U credit. You know this. They they always get everybody's best shot and down sixteen at half, they made an adjustment or two. I think K State came out of the locker room a little bit off and KU jumped on them and boy you go from sixteen down to twelve and ten pretty fast and you think, uh oh, we've seen this we've mm-hmm. seen this piece before. Yeah. And, and and here's the bottom line, J Mo they killed K-State on the glass. They had 18 offensive rebounds. They had 44 total rebounds. K-State had 23 total yeah, rebounds. Right. It, it wasn't close from that perspective.
1: Wow. I, I saw that, and uh, it was tough. I mean, w- with the win, I think it would have been three straight ranked uh, wins for you guys for the yeah. first time ever, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, and and the other thing is is with Baylor to follow, I can't remember a time in my 20 years here where we played four ranked teams mm, in a row. Yeah, right. But but we are going to do it. You guys are still ranked, right? Yeah, me, I think we are. <laughs> 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 Let me check. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and should be. I I'm so anxious to see this game from many angles, but I know you guys lost a ton from last year, but but boy, but, uh, this is a good group too and I'm anxious to see it and see how K State responds, frankly. That I know they're desperately trying to you know, to get some wins here. They went through a heck of a tough time with COVID and and, and then kind of rebounded with, with getting tech here and then winning at Texas, but back down to earth a little bit Saturday and of course it's always hard in Waco, but and then we go to Ole Miss, so there there aren't any easy ones out there anymore. This mm. league is crazy and you know that.
1: Oh man. Especially this year. Don't you think think it's kinda yeah. ramped up this year?
4: Well, I do. I I tell everybody all the time that, you know, we've had a lot of great seasons in the Big 12, and I think we've always had, you know, a couple of two or three at the top that are just dynamite. And, you know, from, say, three to five or six or seven can be good. But I think this year, seriously, I mean, if K-State or TCU or Iowa State or West Virginia are your, say, the two, take any of those and put them at the clear bottom, is that really – isn't that about as good a bottom as we've had?
1: Right, exactly. Yes, exactly. I it is. would
4: think so. It absolutely. I is. mean, I just do. I mean, I think K-State's a ton better than they were a year ago, and yet when you look at the league record of 2 and 5, you're thinking, "Nah, maybe not." Hmm. But but I'm just telling you they're better.
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, your wins yeah. over Tech and and Texas back-to-back, really impressive wins there.
4: Yeah, and then, you know they've done it with defense like they always do with coach Weber, but with an improved Offense too. Uh, those three transfer kids have done a really nice job. Mark Smith didn't do a whole lot on Saturday. I think KU's length really bothered him. And and you know some of the more higher echelon teams may may have that happen to us here with you know Kansas and and Baylor and those type of teams. But Mark's been terrific. Marquise Noel can do things with the ball in his hands that nobody else, frankly, on our team can do. And then you have Nigel, who's taken another step forward. Nigel Pack, um, he was awesome in the in the game on Saturday. Um, I, you know, Ish Ish didn't do much on Saturday against Kansas, but he's helped. Um, I think the real big thing for this team right now, and it's pretty obvious, is that they're not getting a whole lot of production at the five spot, and that really hurts. But I think everywhere else, they're probably better.
1: I like any guy named Ish. You remember our Ish ish wainwright (laughs) from kansas city (laughs) he was a good one too oh man i like anybody named ish
4: yeah i I liked it he was such a neat kid he you know he didn't know me from adam but i i kind of got through the years you know just sure hollering at him before the game or whatever such a great young guy and then also have to say this about Mark Vital you know he's been on that Chiefs roster all year buddy that's, right. that's pretty cool oh
1: i know i know it's really yeah. cool great for him <laughs> yeah <laughs> wyatt thompson our guest voice of the kansas state wildcats and uh, uh as you guys come here uh it, it is i mean it's just kind of a gauntlet it's it's game in and game out and you mentioned it it's it'll be four straight ranked opponents for you guys uh you know how do you get back up and play another ranked opponent tomorrow night
4: Really good question. And I'll be honest, I think the low point for this team was leading late against TCU and frankly, letting the game get away. I think they just kind of rallied around each other there. I think it made the team stronger. They kind of went through a little thing where they, a lot of them got haircuts to kind of show their solidarity that they're still together. Um, I know it sounds weird, but but I, I think they've I think it made a difference, um, and, and to win two out of three and the loss there to Kansas isn't the end of the world, and I know they know what they're facing tomorrow, but l- let's go past tomorrow, and, and what happens after that? I, I think that's going to be the real interesting thing. I-, I don't know that K-State will. I, I think they'll they'll fight Baylor. I-, I don't know if they can win is the point, but-, but I do think there's a lot of good basketball left in this team. I, I do believe that. Is it going to be good enough? To, to be you know somewhere in the in the middle or what have you to be an NCAA tournament team, well at two and five that's going to be a hard climb. But I think that's the goal.
1: But look at the look at the quality games you're going to have, you know, and the quality wins you already have. I mean, I, I think everybody in the Big Twelve is going to be you know in that mix as uh, as we go down the home stretch.
4: Your point is a good one, and I would augment it by saying this: after the TCU game, mm-hmm. K State was 90th in the net. And after a couple of wins, they went from 90 to about 60. Hmm. There are going to be opportunities in the league. It's it's whether you can take advantage of it. And, and of course, it depends on how you look at it, too. You know, somebody that sees the glass half empty is going to say, well, they still have to go to Baylor and have Baylor at home, they have to go to Kansas, have to go to Tech. I get all of that. <laughs> and, and, you know, home and home with Iowa State. We oh, haven't sure. seen Iowa State right. yet. But there are opportunities there if you can get your share, whatever that share is. And maybe they will, maybe they won't. But I, I do think they are better, and, and I think they'll continue to fight.
1: Wyatt, uh, final thought. You mentioned COVID, and one of the most stark COVID stories I've heard this year involving our league is when you guys went to West Virginia, and you mm-hmm. had, am I right, seven players and yeah. one coach.
4: And, yeah, and a GA. And I talked to the <laughs> GA, a young kid by the name of Zach Price, and I said, How was it? And he said, Wyatt, I've never been so scared or intimidated in my life. <laughs> really? And I so appreciated that because this is a kid that loves the game. Yeah. Probably someday will make a really good coach. But up close and personal, he realized, Hey, this isn't as easy as it looks.
1: Well, sure. You yeah.
4: Know? And, and, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, K State was up 17 in that yeah, game and yeah. couldn't hang on. So they they are fighting, uh, but but I'm just glad they're past that. Knock on wood, they can kind of keep keep healthy here and and everybody for that matter. Yeah,
1: that's true. That's what I'd hope for everybody in our league. Yeah, everybody, really.
4: Yes, sir. Hey,
1: man, it's great to visit with you. Y'all travel safe. Uh, you coming in tonight or not till tomorrow?
4: Uh, we're coming in tonight. We okay. we fly out of here about 6.30. So okay. we'll come in tonight and have a shoot around tomorrow, and I'll see you tomorrow afternoon.
1: Very good, man. I look forward to it. Thanks for your time today, and uh, holler if you need anything on this end.
4: You got it, j Thanks, right. buddy.
1: Thanks, Wyatt. Appreciate, Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Wyatt Thompson, the voice of the Kansas State Wildcats. Baylor and K-State comes up tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, in the Farrell Center. Our broadcast beginning at 6:30, tip off at seven, right here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor athletics TV tomorrow night on uh, another one on Big 12 Now on ESPN Plus. So, if you have not subscribed to that yet, uh, there's more and more quality games on there. Plus, the Hour Time docu series is on Big 12 Now on ESPN Plus. So, plenty of reasons to do that. And if you You know, if you look at it and say, I don't know how much I'd watch it after basketball season, although we'll have a bunch of baseball and softball on there too, uh, you can go month to month with the subscription if you're interested, Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Really appreciate Wyatt, one of the class guys in our business and in our league, and it's great to visit with him. And we'll see he and Stan Weber in the Farrell Center tomorrow night. All right, take a break. Uh, Back with more when we come back. Uh, Aaron, want to get your thoughts on those NFL playoff games from the weekend. Wyatt and I talked about it, but uh, what a weekend, maybe the best ever. Folks are saying the best ever playoff weekend in NFL history with all the results, four games, every one of them decided on the final play, a final play of the game, and the Chiefs and the Bills in overtime yesterday. Talk about that when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton. We're brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. They are off today. They are quiet today, but back at it with breakfast starting tomorrow. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner now on Tuesdays with Mondays being regular days off and uh, being closed on Mondays at the Baylor Club. Check out their schedule on the web, The Baylor thebaylorclub.com. Dot com, com, or give them a call with any questions you might have about the schedule, about reservations, about membership. Give them a call at 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, February third, and hear from Men's Tennis Coach Michael Woodson and Acrobatics and Tumbling Head Coach Felicia Mulkey. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from six to seven p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco, with your host John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry has been practicing dentistry in Waco for 23 years. Her caring staff prides itself on having over 135 combined years of dedication to creating healthy, beautiful smiles. Jennifer Grant DDS offers all aspects of dentistry, general cosmetic, preventative and whitening, and there's no need to be afraid of the dentist. Jennifer Grant DDS offers non-IV sedation. New patients are welcome, and most insurance plans are accepted. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry, where you'll be treated like family.
2: JenniferGrantDDS.com. Call today when it
1: comes to me and my money i know the way it should be i need a partner i can count on that's
0: Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas.
1: Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays. A stadium roaring with Bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-8080. this John Morris Aaron Sexton final segment John Morris show in the 3 p m hour here on ESPN Central Texas Matt Mosley coming up next and uh Aaron I know I just have this feeling he's going to talk a lot about the NFL from the weekend what what unbelievable games in the NFL playoffs divisional round this weekend
3: yeah it's it was um you said you know when you were talking to Wyatt Thompson uh the Kansas State play by play uh, you said it may have been the, you know, the best weekend of football ever. Yeah, as far yeah. as the NFL, it's in the, in the playoffs. I mean, I guess you. Well, I mean, it would be better than any regular season because yeah. even though you'd have more games, they're they're not as consequential. That's I, true. I'm an old man, and it's the best I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, yeah. the, those two days, you know, uh, show me a better weekend. Right, All right, tell like me the, what like a better weekend would be. Like the Bengals and and. And Titans was kind of a rock fight, mm-hmm. but
1: and Goes so down s- to a last second right, kick. and same
3: thing with Green Bay and San Francisco, but they were still enjoy, they were still exciting games to watch. That as you said, they came down to a last second field goal. Uh, all four games coming down to the last play of the game, yeah, uh, with uh, three with field goals, and then the one last night, just just mind blowing game between the Chiefs and the Bills with. Uh, what did they score? Twenty five points in the last minute fifty four. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think that yeah. that was a stat. Yeah, um, just Thir- incredible... thirty
1: one if you count overtime. No, that's true. So yeah. thirty one points inside of a minute fifty four. Right.
3: <laughs> uh, just uh, a great game. You, uh, you, you had to feel for Josh Allen to play that well and 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 still be going home. But you know, Mahomes just had the. Uh, why Thompson said the same thing that I, I said last night. Whoever wins this flip's going to win the game. Yeah, the, the offenses are just rolling too well. And if you'll remember, in 2019, the same thing happened to Patrick Mahomes with uh, Tom Brady on the other yeah. side. Yeah, his, his you know his last year with the Patriots, they go to overtime, they win the flip. Tom Brady leads them right downfield for the touchdown, and Pat, Patrick Mahomes never gets on the field, or else. You know, they would have went to three straight Super Bowls instead yeah. of the last two.
2: See, that's
1: that's kind of a flaw in that system. I don't, I don't
3: like it. I yeah, I, I wish they would change it.
1: It's a, it's a coin flip, pretty much deciding a game. Yes. You know, like right when
3: when they flipped it, I was on the phone with my brother. I was like, "Well, Kansas City's going to win." Yep. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they I thought
1: did. the same thing. We had fun uh, watching it last night. Uh, went to uh, Stephen Pam Wilson's house, and the guys went upstairs to watch the game, and the women. We're downstairs kind of keeping an eye on it. But Steve and Jay Jeffrey and uh, Jeff Walter and I really enjoyed that game. And it's, it really is one of the few NFL games I've watched start to finish because I just don't do that that much, you know. So, <laughs> But that was a good one to do, so really enjoyed that. So now on to the uh, championship games next weekend. And who's to say they won't continue uh, you know, with these games being decided uh, in the last second uh, next weekend. All right, uh, Matt Mosley is coming up next. I'm sure plenty more on the NFL there. Remember Tom Barfield and Ward White's weekday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. on Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Among the guests tomorrow morning, Tom says that Matt Walters will be on. Matt is uh, color analyst for K-State football and uh, fill-in on K-State basketball. So very well versed in Kansas State athletics with Baylor playing Kansas State men's basketball tomorrow night. So Chili Dog, Matt Walters, will be on tomorrow morning with Tom and Ward. Mention mentioned some birthdays here. It is uh, Charlie Fiss's birthday, the big 7-0 for Charlie Fiss. Charlie worked in the Southwest Conference office way back and for many years now has worked in the uh, Cotton Bowl office and is a great ambassador for the Cotton Bowl and college football. Charlie is a great guy, so happy birthday to Charlie Fiss, turning 7-0 today. Um, who else do we have? Birthdays. Uh, it's David Cress's birthday. David and I were in high school together, played baseball together. Happy birthday to David Cress. He lives in Oklahoma somewhere. Let me see. Um, Broken Arrow. He lives up in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. We text periodically, and I say, hey man, if you want to meet me at a game, either in Norman or Stillwater, just let me know. We'll make it work for you, but it has yet to happen, so happy birthday to David Cress today, and it's Blake Sherman's birthday today. Happy birthday to Blake. I know a lot of you through First Woodway know Blake and Kara Sherman. Happy birthday, and Danny Andino's birthday is today. Happy birthday to uh, Daniel Andino today, so that's my birthday list. Hang on. Let me look one more list just to make sure. I almost missed Scott McDowell last week, and I'm so glad that I didn't. Uh, oh, it's Larry Brown's birthday today. Uh, Larry Brown from KWTX-TV, so happy birthday to Larry as well. Aaron, anybody to add to the list?
3: A few today. Singer Neil Diamond turns 81.
1: Wow. 81. Yep. Yep. <laughs>
3: yep. Fun fact, his middle name is Leslie <laughs> really? So Neil Leslie Diamond Leslie is Diamond. 81 today. Singer Aaron Neville also turns
1: 81. Wow, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh,
3: two great, great singers. Comedian Yakov Smirnoff. Now, if you're younger, you probably <laughs> have no idea who that is, but people that are closer to John and I's age remember him. A very famous comedian back yeah. in the, uh, what, early 80s to the mid 90s? Probably I mean, right. He's still a touring comedian, you yeah. know, but um, he was huge back in the 80s. Uh And it is also uh, Matthew Lillard's birthday. He played um, Shaggy in the Scooby-Doo movie. He was also in the Scream movies and a bunch of others. And actor Ed Helms, most famous for his role in the Hangover movies, where he got the Mike Tyson tattoo on his (laughs) face in the second one. And he also uh, uh, was Clark Griswold in the uh, Vacation remake. Uh, He turns 48 today, so he's actually younger than I am. That made me feel old. (laughs) that's today's birthday.
1: There you go. Good list. Happy birthday to those folks. If we missed you, I apologize. All right, we're going to move out of here. Matt Mosley is coming in next, 4 to 6. Matt Mosley, and remember uh, Tom and Ward, weekday mornings, 7 to 9 a.m. on Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. We appreciate Wyatt Thompson being on with us if you missed any or all of that. Aaron has it up on the website at SyntexSportsFan.com or uh, shareable on social media at 1660 ESPN as well. Check it out. Thanks to Wyatt Thompson. We'll see him tomorrow as Baylor hosts Kansas State. Talk about all of that, plus the Coaches vs. Cancer initiative tomorrow in the 3 p.m. hour. Right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next here on ESPN Central Texas.
4: Your radio show is really good, dude. You should be proud. (laughs)